0: Mary and Josh Daly podcast brought to you by United Faith Mortgage, a faith and family owned
1: partner with a direct lender advantage. Mary. Josh. Daly. Mary. Josh. Daly. First of all, and we've already discussed, you know, how difficult the year has been. And for you, especially with your parents, you know, recovering from COVID right now and everything that's happened, keeping you as an artist home and that's not the life that you normally are living. Matthew West, what sustains you? What gives you the strength to get up today, keep a smile on your face and go, all right, today I'm going to do today. Because I think a lot of us are looking at it going, I don't want to do another day like this. So, so what keeps you going, man?
0: Well, bro, first of all, it's great to talk to you. Um, and that's a great question. And I'll tell you, I'm going to answer that question by telling you, Something somebody told me literally yesterday. So I launched this podcast and I did like a contest where somebody could enter to be a guest on the show. All right. right. And I randomly picked this lady named Lisa from Wisconsin. And so I interviewed her yesterday and she said, well, I kind of want to give my winning to my daughter, Becky. And I was like, "Well, that's kind of weird, but whatever. We we start talking. Becky was um, diagnosed with cancer. And had two miscarriages and they couldn't figure out what was wrong. Mm. Turns out she has cancer. She battles cancer. Her husband by her side the whole time. She um, is cancer free. Her husband starts to get sick. They they take him in for tests and they think it's a gallbladder. Turns out he has cancer and it's stage four. This guy battles for 15 months and what she told me about him and this is why she wanted to be on my podcast was to, to encourage people with this thought and this is this is an answer to your question okay. that's better than i could think of she said that he was always this super motivated person before he got sick always futuristic always making big plans dreaming big dreams but when he got sick he felt like he could no longer dream for the future because he didn't know what was going to happen. But then during one of his quiet times with the Lord, he felt like the Lord whispered to him, here's how you can dream. Win the day. Mm. Win the day. And so for him, his dreams became a little more in the present. Go, can I take a walk today? Can Can I show my love to my wife and my kids today? Can I win? What does it look like to win the day? And after 15 months, uh, he won. He went home to be with the Lord. And she carries on now and and has a ministry called Win the Day, encouraging people who are so bogged down by the battles they're facing day in and day out that they don't even know how to dream anymore. And and they don't know how what's going to sustain them. And I walked away from that conversation just reminded that You know, here we are right now. We have a hope in Christ that can sustain us, that can help us win the day. The Bible says, don't worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will take care of itself. How many of you know each of us have enough trouble today? And uh, and I'm thankful that sometimes dreaming that big dream looks like that winning the day how can i put my trust in the lord today how can i lead my family well and ultimately that's what's sustaining me i think that's become my new thing for the rest of oh. 2020 i want to win the day yeah i love
1: that like I'm, I'm just gonna go home and like be a good dad now uh, Yeah, did, like, it,
0: dude that's what it's about <laughs> but that right there is a win
1: yeah. You know, yeah. how many times does the devil try to make us feel like
0: we're a failure? Mm. Like if you don't achieve this milestone, if you don't do this, if you don't make this money, if you don't have these followers on social media. Those are all lies from the the lies from the enemy. On our best day, we are loved by God, and on our worst day,
1: yeah, we are loved by God. And that alone is a win today. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. So Let's get big picture here, all right? You know, 2020 is many years in the rearview mirror. I'm not asking you to tell the future because nobody knows, but looking back, what do you hope we'll remember about this year? Because obviously, there's all the hard stuff, the negative stuff, the stuff in the news, and (laughs) yeah, I hope I don't remember that. What do you want us to remember?
0: Gosh, man, you know, I mean, you know, we always talk about like in the Bible talks about beauty for ashes, And, uh, you know, I, I think I've learned this much in my life by now that, that God is the author of all stories and he sure seems to love a good comeback story. Mm -hmm. You know, he, he, he writes, you know, we, we read in the Bible about how he works all things for the good. I guess what I'm saying is I'm excited to see what beauty rises up from the ashes of 2020. And, and so I, that's what I'm looking for right now. Just like going, man. What will we look back on and say, you know? And here's what I'd love to be able to say about my own personal life. I'd love to be able to look back on 2020 and say, you know what? That was a year where my plans did not go the way I hoped they would, but God used it to bring me closer to Him. And ultimately, that is the goal of life, not my plans. Because sometimes my plans, if I'm being honest, they take me farther away from a close relationship with God, because I'm too busy. Yeah. And I look back, I want to look back on 2020 and be able to say with all my heart that it brought me closer to the God who loves me and to the family who I love. And, uh, you know, those will be some beautiful redemptive stories that we'll be able to tell if we lean into God during these difficult days and we lean into each other, right? Maybe we'll be mostly, uh, most powerfully reminded of what matters most.
1: Yeah, I mean I think on my worst days now it's you know we've been stripped of everything that we always clung to to kind of oh. keep ourselves you know calm and busy and all of that and that's when I'm flailing and realize hey there's something out of whack here and God's been telling you like focus different spend time different and I'm really trying to to catch that vision and catch his message to me before all my other stuff goes all over my family you know what I mean? Well, I mean, look what t- here's what
0: 2020's done for all of us. It has tested our foundations. Yeah, I mean, you think yeah. about that. Like you, you, we, we will all find out in 2020 if if we were the wise man who built his house upon the rock, yeah, or the foolish one who who built it on shifting sands. And and for those of us who felt our foundations shaken a little bit, it's okay. It's okay. It's a good reminder for us to go back and say, "Okay, let's rebuild this foundation on a solid on a solid rock of God's Mm -hmm. word, His promises, His love, His faithfulness." And that's that's been good for me to go. Okay, you know, I need to be
1: reminded uh, to build a foundation on on a solid rock. Yeah, that's good. Um, So you've already mentioned it once before, but you've got a podcast. Listen, everybody's got a podcast. There's like one and a half million of them. So this is your chance. Give me your sales pitch. Why should I care? (laughs)
0: Oh, that's a great question. Why should I care? Well, here's what I would say. The same thing happens when I write songs. The first thought I have is, "What, what do you have to offer to the world, Matthew? It's all been said before. But this is the beauty of the uniqueness of our God is that he created unique us. Mm-hmm. And there's nobody else like us. And so just like you doing a radio show, a lot of people are doing a radio show, but no, nobody's going to do it the way you're going to do it. Yeah, A lot of people are writing songs, but nobody's going to write a song the way that God's gifted me to write it and from my unique vantage point. The same goes for the podcast. It's, you know, in all these different areas of technology and communication, I believe that God's plan for us as believers is to infiltrate all of them. Television, film, radio, podcasting, and where there used to be darkness, there can be light. And so it's super fun, man. We just crossed 350,000 downloads on the podcast. Congratulations. People are being encouraged. And you know what? People need to hear these conversations of encouragement, inspiration, and hope. And I'm a storyteller at the end of the day. So whether I'm telling a story in a three minute song, or on the podcast, it's given me great joy to to be able to encourage people, even when I'm
1: not on stage, because I haven't been on stage much in 2020. Yeah. All right. So new music to talk about. First of all, Truth Be Told, which is your current single. When I first heard this on our station, I downloaded it. I'm like, I need this. Uh, I put the lyrics in my journal that I write prayers uh, to God. I'm like, this is me. So I want to play a little truth be told, uh, true or false game with you here. All right. Just four quick Love questions. It. All right. So Love it. first of all, truth be told, you've already started decorating your house for Christmas. True. Um, October 10th, our, our tree went up. Oh, oh man.
0: <laughs> I know. And I'm, and I'm guessing a lot of haters for that. But my, my daughters, <laughs> my daughters were just saying, Dad, we got to put the tree up. And I was like, you know what? It's been a hard year. Do whatever you want. <laughs>
1: yeah. uh, next, tr- well, first of all, on, on this kind of a prerequisite question, is your oldest daughter, is she driving age yet? Uh, well, she's uh, test driving age where I'll take
0: her in a parking okay. lot and let her drive in circles. She's 14.
1: Okay. All right. So truth be told, you're excited for this. You're excited for your daughter <laughs> to get behind the wheel.
0: The answer to that would be false. I have uh, <laughs> nothing but anxiety about it. So... Uh, She's a, she's a good kid, and uh, let's hope she's a, an even better driver. But uh, the jury's, jury's still out on that, my brother. Uh, truth be told, you only drink black coffee. That would be false. I, um, I have started making espresso, but I, I like a little,
1: little, little milk in that <clears throat> coffee, for sure. And, what about you? Oh, I, I doctor my first cup. The subsequent cups are black. How's that? So. I, Here's what I'll say. I'll
0: drink it anyway. Yeah, yeah. But but uh, I definitely have a little, little, little sweet
1: tooth. All right, so last one. Truth be told, that song is your story. 100%. Yeah, that song's my autobiography in three
0: minutes. It's a story of a preacher's kid who uh, felt the pressure to be perfect from a young age and then grew up and became a Christian singer who then felt more pressure. Yeah be perfect. And, um, uh, you know, a lot of my life has been lived on stage. And when you feel a pressure to be perfect, you, uh, you tend to be more concerned about the outward appearance than, mm-hmm. than what's going on in your heart. And you learn these abilities to present this perception of yourself. And, uh, the Bible warns us about that. You know, it's why, it's why God tells us not to be lukewarm. It's, it's why, you know, um, he would, he would always come at the Pharisees with that type of rebuke and teaching. You know, that's honestly, a lot of times that's where I found myself. It's not safe for me to admit that I'm battling with discouragement or, or that I'm, you know, feeling like the boat's taking on too much water. It's going to, you know, and so this was a song that really is the cry of my heart to go, you know what, I get one shot at this life. And I don't want to live it inauthentically. And that's not to say that I've been fake my whole life. It's just to say that, you know, when I'm not, when I'm not fine, do I trust that God still loves me? Yeah. Like to let that be told like, and, and do I let, do I have accountability in my life? Am I willing to, to trust other people and let them in when I'm not at my best, you know, because the bottom line is, is we need God and we need each other and and this year has threatened our our health spiritual mental emotional health and and, uh, and you know i think there's a lot of people who are not fine right now but they're trying to pretend they are cuz they're yeah. trying to hold it all together for their kids or their family and and i just would encourage anybody who is listening to this that none of us are fine we're all a mess we all mm-hmm. need god's help and we all need each other's help and so if you're out there and you feel like you're barely holding on, first of all, may you be reminded in this moment that there is one who's holding on to you, even if you're barely holding it all together. And second, I encourage you to you know, seek out counseling or um, you know, supportive groups at church and people who can walk with you through your journey from brokenness to healing, because ultimately that's what God's plan is for us. But that plan can't go into effect until we let the truth be told
1: and acknowledge the areas of our lives where, where we're struggling. Yeah, that's good. Well, I know that uh, we just have a couple minutes. We're getting close to Thanksgiving, man. And you've you mentioned to me, I know there's this thing out there called gobble, gobble, so lay it on me. What are you doing?
0: <laughs> well, I've had some friends reach out to me. You know, They said, okay, so from truth be told to gobble, gobble, are you okay? is this a cry for help? Have you fallen and hit your head? What's wrong with you? The the bottom line is, man, we've had a lot more reasons to cry than laugh this year. And you know what? Ever since I started making music, I would always write these ridiculous songs, like since back in the day, funny songs that I never put on records. And this year I found myself sitting down and just needing to laugh. And so I would write a song and I would keep working on it until it made my daughter's laugh. There you go. And I just thought, you know, that I, I don't know many Thanksgiving songs, <laughs> let alone a ridiculous one called Gobble Gobble. So I set out to write the most ridiculous song in Thanksgiving history. And uh, I think I might have succeeded in that.
1: I love it. I love it. All right. So the link's going to be down in the in the description of this podcast here. So just go listen and turn it up, get the kids close by. And what can we expect for you, Matthew, for, uh, for Christmas this year? Christmas songs uh, sometimes write themselves, add in what you do every day, and I love what the results are. So what Thank do you got for us there?
0: Yeah. So I focused on the word hope this year. Yeah for obvious reasons, man, look around and even a, even a Christian would look around and sometimes just go, where is the hope? Or, you know, hope looks like it's in short supply. And yet as a Christian, we know that our hope has a name. His name is Jesus. And I, I was having a, I had a lot of sleepless nights in 2020. I wish I, I wish I didn't have to admit that because it makes me feel like I don't trust the Lord enough, but you know, I've just had a lot of nights where I've come out here to my studio and, um, you know, singing songs and just writing and trying to stay encouraged. And this song came during one of those sleepless nights. And I wound up traveling back to the Christmases of my childhood growing up in my dad's church where he was a pastor. And, and just, I felt like the Lord gently was my tour guide back to that, hmm. those innocent Decembers. And, and uh, I wrote from that place of going, okay, well, these days, Christmas looks different. These days, peace on earth is really hard to find. And as the song says, I need you to remind me one more time. And uh, hopefully, this song reminds people that
1: He indeed is still the hope of Christmas. It's so good, man. Uh, your honesty helps break down barriers in our own hearts we didn't know were there. So, thank you for for saying and singing what you do. Um, and and rest assured, we know you're the real deal. It's genuine stuff, man. From from one dad and husband to another. Um, I know that, you, uh, that you're that you not perfect, but right. you you want the best for the people who are closest to you and you're following God as best you can. And to me, that's an inspiration and I can Absolutely. look up to you for that. So thank you. Well, I appreciate those kind words. And if we can all accomplish that in a day, you
0: know, that would be the, I think that would be the definition of winning the day. Yes, sir. And uh, And so keep doing what you're doing, man. And you're encouraging people. That's our job. You know, whether we're, Whether our job looks different, you know, whether I'm on stage or not, man, God's put us on this earth to to be a voice of compassion and encouragement to others around us. And that's what I would leave your listeners with, you know, too, just to say like, hey, you know, spend some time these holidays considering all that you have to be grateful for, even in the middle of your trials, and then ask the Lord to help you see the world around you through his eyes of compassion. Because guess what? Everybody, you, you think you're not fine. (laughs) <laughs> everybody around you is fighting a battle, and, yep. and and what they need from Christians is is not somebody judging, but somebody loving, not somebody pointing a finger, but somebody reaching out a hand. And that's that's the that's the Christian I'm trying to be these days. And uh, I hope everybody else will join
1: me in that. You got it, Matthew. I got to let you go. I kept you too long. Thanks, brother. Appreciate you so much. Hey, man, I I thoroughly thoroughly enjoyed this. Take care. The Mary and Josh Daily Podcast is presented by United Faith Mortgage, produced by Josh Hooper. For more, go to RiverRadio.com or on Facebook, search 1049 The River or search Mornings with Mary and Josh. The process does not have to be difficult. My name is Josh, and I get it. I could be talking about anything, whether it's the process of doing meetings over Zoom now or doing school in a hybrid fashion with your kids. Well, I can't really help you with any of that. I can't help you with the process of your mortgage. Not because I'm a pro, but because the pros at United Faith Mortgage are partners with us here at the river and they want you to know they are out to save your family money and stress. They're partners with the river because they believe their values, their core is the same as ours. Faith and family. And whether you're buying new or refinancing, they will hold your hand figuratively. Safe distance. uh, And they will do it through the entire process, answering any questions you have. And in my case answering any questions multiple times because I'm forgetful. But anyway, they were so kind, so helpful, they'll be the same for you. And all of that is only possible because the process is simple for the intimate family team at United Faith Mortgage. Go to unitedfaithmortgage.com. United Mortgage Corp. Melville, New York. Animalist number 1330.